With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conservative. Patriot. Common sense. This is the Jane Carroll Show. Good evening, everybody. A little bit late, but better than ever. I'm glad to have with us from the Oregon Republican Party Executive Committee, a great political analyst and a great American as well. And that would be the one and only Kevin Hoare. Well, there's not anything to talk about, Kevin, so... uh, Devoid of news, are we, Jane? Yes, we are. I just can't think of any. I just when you think it can't get more, it does. I have, I have, I have no words for what the situation is. Well, I mean, we've got a president that uh, seems to be his only great skill is turning anything that's going on into a full-blown crisis and losing control and. And it's not just one thing, it's 10 things. Every week there's something. And then he fans the flames. Everyone needs to remember, because I think tomorrow is the day when the Supreme Court's going to release its um, decision on the uh, the abortion case. I think it's Mississippi. And, it you know, if the, if the draft is any indication, then, um, you know, Roe versus Wade is probably going to be overturned or some some significant decision that the left doesn't like no matter what right right and i think that is something we can count on which means that um you know we're going to have a significant amount of um rioting and now there's a group uh, i think it's called jane's revenge if i recall that doesn't have uh, a y in it Right. Yeah, it does not. Very yeah. specific. We want to mention that to all the viewers. Yes. Um, but I think, um, uh, suffice it to say, we are going to have a, it's the summer. We're going to have massive rioting, even in Portland. In Oregon, the laws are not going to change because it reverts back to the states if that happens. And the state of Oregon already has a bunch of uh, laws in place with regard to abortion rights. So it'll literally have no effect in Oregon, but they just need a reason to go riot. And that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen. And it's gonna be, I think it you know how uh we've talked before and you mentioned that you were concerned about how there was going to be uh maybe a derailment of some of the momentum that Republicans seem to be getting from all the things that are happening, the uh, numerous crises, especially the economy, that this might be something that could um, mitigate that momentum going into the fall election. I think that the, the the radical left has found a way to negate their negation, which is that they're going to riot and turn this into a violent activity. They're running around saying, if abortion is not safe, you're not safe. They, they, a guy goes and, and 
it fully plans premeditated effort to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. Uh, there's that that's going to be the story this weekend is that our country is going to become a much more dangerous place because violent uh, political protest has been legitimized for three years now. Now, there's been some good news today. There was a guy that was throwing Molotov cocktails at police and he's from Indianapolis and he just got sentenced to federal prison. But that took, you know, the better part of, of two and a half years to happen. And it was certainly not a certainty that this would happen given our justice system nowadays and, and its focus on equity and wokeness. So, but they're not deterring people from doing this stuff. Joe Biden himself, President Brandon, uh, actually said that he thought that, that the decision that would be issued tomorrow would trigger a revolution. So I coined the term Biden surrection because that's what this would really be, is the president encouraging or certainly not discouraging people from going out into the streets and tearing the crap out of every city in the, the country. There will be there will be fires. There will be uh, um, pregnancy uh, assistant assistance clinics attacked. There will be Catholic churches attacked. And what have they done about this so far? Almost nothing. 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 I, have I heard anybody arrested? I mean, we had a pregnancy resource center in Portland. Uh, uh, well, it was you know broken windows and vandalized, and uh, nothing's happened. Nobody's been arrested. Um, it's, you know, for people that are so-called pro-choice, why do they burn down and hurt and harm centers that support a woman who chooses not to have an abortion? That's a, that seems very uh, out of sync. Well, in a Catholic church, you know, um, okay, the Catholic church is very opposed to abortion. That is not a newsflash. They're not going to change it. Um, I'm Catholic. I know. I am very familiar with this. But um, this is not the way you make your voice heard is by going and, and vandalizing and trying to destroy parts of Catholic churches or interrupting a church service at communion. And I think it actually backfires. Let's not forget there's 60 million Catholics. And even the ones who might consider themselves leaning pro-choice or 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 just you know agnostic on that issue are not going to be pleased to hear that people are running into church services and attacking priests and desecrating the, the church during the service that's and anybody who thinks that's okay they're part of the problem so you're and saying so so you so you so you think the climate the, after george floyd the climate was Whatever you do uh, to uh, stop racism, then uh, it is a good thing. And it was, and that that video was played over and over, and it was horrific. Uh, even if you don't think George Floyd was a, you know, a, a uh, voice, he was guy. not an outstanding citizen. No, no, but, you know. no. But that it was, it was torture to watch. It really was. It was horrible. And it was, and the policeman's been uh, found guilty and is serving time. He's appealing his case. But, but in general, but, but the, the general attitude was that it was okay to do whatever you wanted to any city, 
in the country, including to black owned businesses and et cetera, uh, because of that event. And in Portland, which is one of the whitest cities in America, by the way. Uh, yeah, I know. It's only seven percent African or I don't. I've stopped saying African-American because a friend of mine says, I have nothing to do with Africa. I'm black. Quit saying it. And um, I'm beginning well, you know, to they think call, that they call they, they call uh, uh, our vice president African-American and she's not African. She's not American. No, she's from Jamaica. Right. Yeah. And her family was Jamaican from Jamaica. She grew up a lot of it in Canada. Uh, I mean, she's not. So I don't know why. But that sort of seemed to be the I don't know what the acceptable term is now. They don't. Black is an I don't know what it's everything's politically incorrect, but but you think people will be not as tolerant as this. Do you think people, Kevin, understand yet that in most states, and they're saying 26 will will ban it. I don't believe that, but um, it will still be perfectly loyal, uh, legal to get an abortion on demand uh, in most places. Yeah, people blue, understand blue, that. Blue states, for sure, for sure. Blue states, definitely. But do people understand and, that? Because I've, I've actually gotten discussions with people say, no, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, all abortions will be illegal in the United States. I said, no, the issue is over whether it is a federal court decision or whether it is a individual state's right to make that decision. Oregon, if you live in Oregon, you're going to get an abortion up until minutes before birth, and it'll be legal. Right. I think what what you're going to see is it's not going to be even black and white. It's going to be there's going to be a scale. There's going to be some states that will uh, pick a week, which is what determined this case to go in front of the Supreme Court and say, you know, when, a, when there's a heartbeat or 15 weeks or 21 weeks or something like that. Um, I think you'll see most states scale back the late term abortions, which are not common and kind of really not even necessary uh even for somebody who thinks that abortion is awesome it's 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 stupid because the fetus is viable then and um you know in an incubator so there's going to be this debate that's been 50 years in the making see that's the thing is we've been having this debate for 50 years and you know who we haven't heard from ultimately is we haven't heard from the american people because it was decided by the supreme court in in 1973 now this is going to go back uh, to uh, 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 people who have listened to and debated this for 50 years to decide what the law should be instead of having somebody, uh, nine people in black robes decide that they've seen some, or actually maybe just five or six, say that they they imagine some emanations and penumbras that they found in, um, in the Constitution uh, that establish this as a fundamental right that's that could be over and then we'll get back to having the people's elected representatives decide this stuff but it's not going to be all or nothing oregon will be one of the more extreme states as you said um because you know up to the moment of birth i mean there's some states that are actually saying you know what if you try to abort a baby uh um if it doesn't work out and they're born uh you can still kill them uh which just is this is where I think people need to debate and decide and get their heads around this because that's just that's really not something that makes sense um, at all. Like in a civilized society, it sounds like something you would do in you know Maoist China or something. 
I think that we're at a stage where people are ready for this. But what's changed in the last five years is that the the left, instead of being a bunch of people with a lot of energy and um, a lot of uh, uh, points of view that they want to demonstrate and go out in the streets and scream and show signs and all that kind of stuff, which is part of our process as part of the First Amendment, they've crossed a line because what's happened is now it's okay to engage in almost any kind, kind of violence and destruction. And they are the ones who are connecting all of these issues together. They're saying that, you know, uh, it's all due to uh, climate change deniers and systemic racism and, you know, and and they spout off all these communist ideologies and they're just adding this to the list so that they can go out and burn some stuff down. And then we can have idiot reporters from MSLSD and uh, the Communist News Network stand in front of uh, towering flames in the background and say it's peaceful. And I don't I think it's failing for them to do that now, because you know what people are really concerned about right now? They are really concerned about the economy and they should be because it's a mess. And these guys that are running the economy are totally in denial. And so if you go and say, well, because um, for the first few weeks after a Supreme Court decision like this, there's going to be a bunch of people running around like chickens with their heads cut off screaming. Right. They're going to just say all kinds of stuff that are not true just to get people worked up. But then when the dust settles, people are going to turn around and say, yeah, this didn't really change anything. Not my state. And um, but you know what's really a mess? is inflation is insane and interest rates are going up and the economy is slowing down and energy is becoming too expensive and the government is saying that they're doing something about it but they're doing the opposite and some people in the government are saying yeah i think this is good oregon has a um a u.s senator a congress two u.s senators and a congressman who think it's maybe a good thing that everybody is paying such such uh, high prices for gasoline. It's a nice punishment, you know, because they've they've decided what we're getting is the Green New Deal, um, you know, through the back door, and they're um, and they're blame shifting to Vladimir Putin the whole time, which is total nonsense. And well, so even, now you know, we're even the head of the Fed says that. Uh, and, and much to the chagrin of, of Joe Biden, I've got I got an he email. He said it the here. same day Joe Biden said the opposite, right? I know, I know. Well, whatever Joe Biden says, it's usually the the truth is the opposite of what he says. So yeah, his teleprompter it's, got it wrong. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's very bizarre. Uh, but uh, I got an email from from a listener. Want to know what is uh, the Republican nominee for Oregon governor, uh, Christine Brazen? What is her position on abortion? She's pro life. She said it during the um, uh, the debates, very clear. And uh, Oregon Right to Life, I believe, she was one of the candidates that they um, that they put on there because in the they didn't pick who they thought was the best candidate. They picked all the ones that met their criteria. And as I recall, Christine Drazen uh, met that criteria. So that answers the question. So we've got we've got uh, one uh, the Democrat who's very in favor of, of abortion, but we probably might even go to some of those riots. Um, uh, well, her staff will, just like they did before. Yeah, well, that, that's that's gutless if she doesn't show up for the for their 
with their tactics. And then you've got a, uh, a third party candidate that is out seeking to get on the ballot via the signatures, uh, Betsy Johnson, but she's a, a Democrat, was a former Democrat uh, state senator, but she is also uh, pro-choice. So you've got two. How does it, do you think this helps the Republican? Uh, because it, it sort of divides the uh, uh, pro-choice vote, pro-abortion vote? Yeah, it's just another instance of where, you know, it's Democrat on Democrat, they're going to divide up those votes. And then they'll chase the non-affiliated voter red herring, which non-affiliated voters in Oregon who just aren't a member of any party, that's the largest party now in the state. And But they don't vote at a very high rate compared to Democrats and Republicans. So, uh, but people are going to chase those guys. And you know what those guys care about? The ones who are going to bother to vote care about the economy. They care about education. They care about the things Republicans are talking about where you want a real change candidate. They care about crime. They care about what is being described as homelessness and I describe as urban camping meth addiction. And um, they that's what they care about. They care about what's happening to our cities, what's happening to the affordability of living. That's what they want. They want they don't want the radical nutcase extreme policies they want a state they can afford to live in that's safe. And there's only one candidate out of those three that actually not only represents a significant change, but only one candidate who has any record of doing it. And that's a real downside for Betsy Johnson. The one issue that Betsy Johnson, the the non-affiliated candidate, I don't call her independent because well, she's not she's not running for the independent party nomination and um, and that's actually a party in Oregon. Uh, no, she she was supposedly going to be great on Second Amendment issues, on guns, and um, and the ability to defend yourself. But now she's talking about how she'd be really open to some additional gun control measures. And um, the only thing we know about uh, gun laws is that we have a bunch of them, and the Democrats and their leftist Soros district attorneys don't like enforcing them. So why have more gun laws, especially ones aimed at uh, innocent law-abiding citizens who just want to protect themselves? Well, now now Betsy Johnson says, uh, and I don't know if she took a poll and figured out that maybe she needed to um, you know, nuance her position, but that just tells me that what she's doing is she's competing for Democrat votes. That's why she altered her position on something that was supposed to attract Republicans. And um, and this is a big deal. So there's only one change candidate in the race. This is a change election. And as you said, um, issues like the Supreme Court decision and also the rioting that's going to follow and the lawlessness that's perpetrated by the Democrats that people are tired of is going to not only solidify the support base for Christine Drazen, but I think it's also going to um, uh, diminish uh, Democrat support, it's going to cause some people to say, well, I, I just can't, I can't take this anymore. And there's so many people who are saying that now, especially in Portland. Yeah, Portland, Portland is a disaster. So, so it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting. And it's it's going to be, uh, I, I think among Oregon's abortion still, pro-abortion still polls pretty high in, in Oregon. And um, because the population base, they're, they're more 
liberals than there are, you know, most people. So uh, it, it still polls pretty high. But I, I think the realization, matter of fact, Oregon has passed a, a bill, Kate Brown, that basically said if the Supreme Court were to throw out uh, Roe versus Wade as a as a legal opinion, which which they we pretty much believe they're going to do it was tomorrow. Um, then Oregon has a bill that says we're going to ignore that. We're going to we and they've already put in a replacement bill for Roe versus Wade if it's thrown out. But they still and act overturning like overturning Roe versus Wade allows them to ignore it. It goes back to the states. Yep. So there you yep. go. Yeah, so they they but they've already been proactive and done it long ago. So they're already so, and I think that a lot of people think abortion will be illegal if Roe versus Wade is thrown out everywhere. That you won't be able to get an abortion in the United States, and that's just not true. It's not true. So it's it's. Um, it just means instead of calling your congressmen and senators, you call your state representatives and state senators and tell them what you think. Right. Just do it. And the, and the idea that that is that, that that's where you have more impact. You're closer to home. Those are the people that represent you, supposedly. Um, and so it, it's not that big of a deal that they're making, they're, you know, the end of a woman's right to choose, the end of a, her control of her reproductive freedom and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, um, it, it's, it's so bizarre with extreme. We have a right. And the fact is that it's against the law already to uh, uh, harass a Supreme Court justice stand on their lawn, uh, pass them and their family, but nobody's doing anything about it. Now, there are security around those homes now, uh, but nobody's getting arrested for breaking that law. Uh, Joe Biden hasn't, we haven't heard a word of condemnation about that. Uh, what's he going to, is he going to support these riots because they've they've had a good time because they had that leak on the Supreme Court. It, well, he's he's going to do what he does on anything where he's realized he's screwed up um, politically, and he has screwed up politically badly. I think most Democrats realize this now, or at least the ones that are the heads screwed on straight and uh, and 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 play for keeps. They know that they're in deep trouble, but. Joe Biden's going to talk out of both sides of his mouth. He's going to say, well, they're very passionate and they're very concerned. I understand why they're concerned. Uh, but I also don't want anybody to go riot, riot and loot and um, and burn our cities. Uh, he won't even say it that way. He'll just come up with something like, you know, we don't want uh, criminal destruction and, um, and, and, and violence. They'll just give a, a general. We want them to peace. We, we support their peaceful right to demonstrate. Uh, you They'll know. say it. They'll say it. But, then but they, they won't do won't. anything to stop it. Which means, you know, you have to get tough with people who commit acts of violence. You have to. And by the way, they're losing their minds over January 6th. That was a guy in a Wookiee outfit and a couple hundred other people who are a bit rambunctious who are unarmed. That's nothing compared to what we are going to see in the streets of Portland alone once this decision is rendered. Yeah, they've had, they got a month, over a month to organize it. I mean, you know, this is their this is their big, big thing. And, and they, they think it can. But but I think when people realize, because most people still think Roe versus Wade is overturned, abortion will be illegal. And so if you're one of those people that sort of you don't really like abortion, but you think a woman should have a right to choose. Uh, this is going to make you pretty mad because this is saying you don't have a right to choose if they're going to burn down uh, pregnancy resource centers and 
where where women actually can get you know ultrasound and see their baby and get support if they decide to have their child and they don't have you know family members or but they support them in in, in keeping their baby or putting up their baby for adoption it's a, it's a choice to have a child and um yeah well they, it's, it, it 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 should also be a uh, it shouldn't be a choice to commit acts of violence to make that point. And I think that's where it's all going to backfire, because after a couple of weeks of hooting and hollering and telling lies about what the impact of this ruling is, including in places like Oregon, they're going to simmer down and we're going to come back to the reality that we have an economy that's sinking into a stagflation quicksand. Interest rates are going to have to go up a lot. There's going to be a bad recession. I don't wish it. In fact, quite the opposite. But when you have people who are running the country who are doing the opposite of what they should be doing in order to prevent it, um, in order to um, uh, help our economy cope with the things that have been happening, you can't complain about um, the supply of energy and then do everything you can to make it so that we can't solve it ourselves and then go beg Saudi Arabia for, for more well, energy. Well, Joe Biden was supposed to be in a meeting with the heads of the major oil companies today. He didn't go. That was, it was with his staff. It was with his staff. What he met with was somebody that was um, uh, some company that was going to be uh, leading the effort to put offshore windmills. Along yeah, he, the meant, he went to another, another, you know, uh, windmills and solar representatives. They met with them instead. Not they, now the meetings weren't at the same time. He skipped the one and then he went to the one with the the windmills and the solar. So um, he's not serious and, about it. He's no, just not and he's serious. Out there, the people and he's running out there the country blasting, are making decisions. And they're, Kevin, they're out there. He's out there blasting the gas station owners to say, yeah, who make, gotta, who make two to three cents a gallon in profit. I know. Like that, it, they small oh, just lower the prices, you know. Yeah, right. it, it, yeah, yeah. You got to lower the price, and he's yelling at him in his indignant Joe Biden way. Well, nine percent of the people in New Hampshire, the Democrats in New Hampshire, think he should run again. Nine percent. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's people, prominent people, uh, not just in the moderate sections of the Democrat Party, assuming that. Pink unicorn still exists, but uh, but actually progressives that are saying, look, we can see this. The guy is too old. In fact, I don't know how they couldn't see this before uh, because they, they didn't see him. Well, because they thought it was a nice ruse to try and defeat President Trump. That's all. They didn't care about anything else, and they still don't care about the country um, because look how much worse it's gotten. And they do everything they can to obfuscate and lie about that so that people don't notice, oh, well, this has really gone to hell in a handbasket here. Um, and it has. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the southern border is an absolute crisis. If you want to know why meth is so cheap on the streets of Portland, it's not just because it's been decriminalized. It's because there's an enormous supply of it coming up from Mexico, an endless supply. Oh, that's enough for every one of us. Is enough yes. to kill every single American, and that you know I love the line. Yeah. They, and then they're going things, and they're going to things like I heard. Actually, I've heard it several times. They go, "Well, this these aren't harmless things. They, people think they're you know going on the internet and getting oxycontin, but they're getting fentanyl. Oxycontin's a very dangerous drug too. 
uh, it it uh, somehow the oxycontin is, is is harmless. Um, it doesn't kill you like this version of fentanyl that's uh, killed a hundred thousand young people, the leading cause of people, uh, of young people in the country. But but nobody's doing anything about it. They don't care. The, the border's wide open. Um, matter of fact, things are so bad, Kevin, that the Democrats, even the media, seems to be starting to saying, well, Biden's not going to run again, and neither is Harris going to going to be the nominee. I was and, saying Biden was going to run again a year ago. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you were. And it was, uh, but they're, they're big for now. Everybody else needed more information, apparently. <laughs> I mean, but he's so, he's so bad. He, he's, and, and this diary of his daughters comes out, and most people don't even know he has a daughter. Um, because I know. She's, She's never around. She's got a serious drug addiction problem. Uh, and it, it, they hardly cover anything. Hunter Biden, he's in all kinds of trouble, not, not being prosecuted, not being investigated, not being legally pursued for his rampant criminality. Hillary Clinton says she's not she, she, she's another racist out of the question. Yet she, all the indications are that she, she's going to be the one that, well, they need me kind of thing. Uh, well, she, said, she said that Joe Biden's going to run again as a, as a reason for not for, for pretending that she's not going to run again, except I actually think that she's been mortally wounded uh, by the Durham probe, because even though they didn't get a conviction on Sussman, uh, the the lawyer who who advanced the phony Russian collusion story uh, and fed Assessment. it to the, uh, yeah. Yeah, to the D- D- Department of Justice. He did lie. Um, they just decided it didn't matter. Uh, a, a biased jury in D.C. with, with Hillary Clinton and, and, uh, and AOC donors on it decided it didn't matter. Uh, and but, one of the jurors, her daughter, was on a sports team with Sussman's daughter. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane. And and I and I actually think that's the more dangerous thing is what's happening to our justice system because Sussman and what came out in that trial under oath from the different people who testified pretty much put Hillary Clinton in a position where I think she's she's on she's at the end of a rope. If she becomes the focus again, all this stuff becomes the focus. And now there's the evidence is there. I mean, her campaign manager testified that she knew and approved the fake Russian collusion story. She's done. Um, anybody who runs against her, that's easy to campaign on. That ad writes itself. The problem is that what's being done to our justice system to produce these kinds of outcomes and across the board, uh, it's creating a two-tier justice system and where there's one kind of justice for Republicans and conservatives, and there's another kind of justice for radical leftists, um, Democrat elites, and uh, and lawless criminals in our streets. It, they're they're being treated the the lawless criminals, the recidivist criminals, are being treated as if they're the victims, and regular citizens who are the victims are being treated as if they're just a bunch of racists who deserve it. And then you've got people who deserve due process, just like everyone else should get, who are being uh, investigated uh, by the January 6th commission. They say a bunch of things that are false about these people that are provably false. 
and there there's a, a committee hearing where there's there, there no one's allowed to cross-examine or contest the evidence so it's, it's just presented as if it's all true uh uncontested truth you've got uh, the, the department of justice going and throwing the book at people who went who were looking for a toilet in the capitol on january 6th meanwhile you still have people that get away with terrible, terrible crimes and others who are being released, like here in Oregon, uh, you know, just with through what is probably an illegal and an unconstitutional process by our governor, uh, just to release them because she just wants to, because they've decided that it's not the person who was murdered execution style, uh, but the person who who was the murderer is the true victim. We've got a system that if it if we don't have trust in the system, if we don't believe you've got a fair chance in the system, everything starts to break down. And I'm beginning to wonder if the Democrats not only know this, but want this. It's kind of rope-a-dope. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And it's it, it's very it's it, it's 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 bizarre. And and Joe Biden gets worse every single day. Kamala Harris is uh, she's not much better, except you know she's not senile. She's just stupid. Um, yeah, I think Democrats actually agree with us. This is one thing they they agree. Joe Biden's probably getting worse, and the only thing worse than Joe Biden is the the, the total moron that is our this Vice President Giggles, who um, every day says something that tops the previous dumb thing that she said. And I don't they they have to so manage and control what she does or what she's exposed to or what she says. And she's not supposed to be she's not the person who has the uh, 50 year history of of gaffes like Biden has and doesn't she just she's all what's her excuse. Biden's excuse is clearly age onset dementia. <laughs> I mean, I can see it. He has um, age onset anger issues. He can't figure out how to walk out of a room. He can't read a teleprompter. He does these weird whispers. He's just getting stranger and stranger and stranger. And yet Kamala Harris is actually considered worse by the Democrats. I know she, she pulls lower than he does. And it, it's just, uh, I, I can't imagine who, who, who still thinks he's okay. Well, let's, let's, let's turn the cards here we've got the the hearings the january 6th hearings i gotta be honest with you I, it's sort of my job it's sort of your job too kevin to watch them i can't i i i watched the first in, a night and it was so bizarre it was so unfair they keep getting worse they're showcasing uh liz cheney the chairman of the committee is not inordinately bright either uh, they've got, they're bringing all these people in, but clearly it's taking somewhat of a toll. They're saying President Trump is depressed and acting a little bit crazy. That Ivanka Trump uh, saying, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I took what uh, the Attorney General Barr said seriously. I had a lot of respect for him when he said there was no election fraud. But I'm sure that was out of context. And um, that's the problem with this whole thing. It, it's a, it's a real kangaroo court. They're not hearing. They're not, they're not they're hearing. Ridiculous. They're, they're selectively editing testimony that was received 
in order to advance a narrative. It's just it's just a propaganda. Uh, it's a farce and it's just a propaganda exercise. And it's it's nakedly obvious that this is just an effort to to manipulate political perceptions or to try to and to try and create a narrative. And I noticed that the more they focus on this, the more it's clear how desperate they are. They can read polls. They can see what's happening. When 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 uh, President Brandon is at 33 percent um, approval rating. That that some people might say, oh, 33 percent. Well, maybe that's not too bad. What's you know, what's the norm? Uh, well, that means that 67 percent disapprove. Um, and that is pretty horrific. Like anytime two thirds of anybody, any group disapproves of something, usually that's all it takes. Right. But he's got all these uh, proxies fighting on his behalf to to keep him afloat. And the January 6th commission is nothing but an effort to um, uh, help Biden survive long enough that they can get someone else and to try and damage political opponents and and um, taint them with some kind of scandal. When what we've seen repeatedly over the past two years is that nearly everything President Trump said has come true. Some of it wasn't obvious right away, but pretty much everything on that, you can go to back to one of his speeches in the fall of 2020 when he was running for president for re-election. He predicted things like you're going to see six, seven, eight dollar, ten dollar gallon gas. We're heading yep. for ten dollars. It's going to happen. Um, and you're going to see the economy crater. It's cratering. Uh, and I don't think people are going to care about a lot of this January 6th stuff. I think that's the, the best that can do is shore up the Democrat progressive base and and some of the flaky um, never Trumpers. But regular folks who don't care about that, who who care every time they go to the supermarket that that the food they're trying to buy is 30 percent more expensive than a year ago, that the gasoline in the tank that they filled for $50 is now $120. That really they care about. And I think the the January 6th commission is just an exercise that in the end is pretty much only being observed by people who already believe that stuff and will never change. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and I think it's just it, they are insufferable, and it's just so it's like you know it's like having a ball game, and only one team is allowed to touch the ball, to score with the ball. The other team never gets a possession, and uh, only gets penalties. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's 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 so unfair. You don't get to cross-examine any of these people. You don't get to, and that's what's interesting in trials. That's why people like. That's why people watch. The Johnny Depp trial. I mean, it was it was they got to see the lies torn apart, and that that gave yeah. people some faith in the system. Bigger a big ruling of the Supreme Court today on on uh, Second Amendment rights, basically saying mm -hmm. that people have a right to 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 carry, and um and you can't stop them from it. It's it it, it precedes the Constitution. It's, it's a fundamental right, um and. Well, I think that, the details on this one matter, Jane, because 
A lot of people are saying that this is just a free-for-all, and it's not. Uh, what it did is it said that the New York standard for being able to get a concealed carry handgun license was discriminatory and overly restrictive because it, 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 it made it so that people had to prove that they had to uh, have a reason to be able to get a concealed handgun license, that it, it, is, it established a standard higher than, than so high that, that most people couldn't get it. Right. Um, that you had to pro provide an affirmative explanation before to say, well, you know, the assumption is you don't need it unless you can tell me a good reason. And then that good reason could, could be kind of arbitrarily dismissed. So what was happening is, you know, people who really need personal security, the celebrities and I mean, everybody needs personal security, but the ones who want to have it no matter what and that have money, they could afford to hire uh, security guards and stuff who could get these concealed handgun licenses. But regular folks who are living in the midst of a historic crime wave that has swept the nation, and New York is absolutely no exception. Uh, I can't. And what they no, did is they, it, it, no, they, and they it, brought the Constitution back to this. No, they actually used the Constitution, and they basically said, you know, people that ordinary people, ordinary Americans who can can who haven't done anything wrong, uh, law-abiding citizens can have a gun, and they and you can't stop. Those of you who have paid bodyguards and live in mansions can't tell us we can't. And that's, that was so, so fundamental to the Constitution. Uh, it, it was the Second Amendment. I mean, it's, it's and, for, and for it's, a reason. It's more, obvious, it's more obvious than it was a few years ago because with this crime wave uh, and with defunding of police and the shackling of the ability of the police to do their jobs, all kinds of restrictions on who they can arrest and what they're going to arrest people for and what DAs are going to bother to prosecute or not prosecute. One thing's been become clear. Uh, you need the Second Amendment as a right, as a fundamental basic right that cannot be taken away from by government, because sometimes government doesn't do the job of providing uh, policing and, and law enforcement. So you have to protect yourself. You, you take that away. What good is any other right if you're dead? No, and and, since, and for the last two gut decades, the leading purchasers of guns are women because they you want right. to protect themselves. And it, 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 so it's it's uh, this idea of you know insurrectionists wanting to take over the government. They weren't armed. Number one, yeah, and, and and they're losing. They're losing some groups that used to be considered dyed-in-the-wool Democrats. They thought that Hispanics would be with them forever. I think they're losing them. I think they may actually be resoundingly uh, uh, voting Republican. And a lot of people that came to this country from other countries that are Hispanic came from countries where the first thing they did is they took away your gun rights and then said, okay, uh, now this is you have to do this and you have to do that. And if you don't like the poverty, shut up. Uh, we're in charge, and and so they're not pleased with that. I've had that explained to me by people from a number of the countries in Central and South America. Uh, they know the experience. They know what it's like to have criminal gangs roaming the streets and running them. Uh, and then, you know, black men I think are going to run away from 
the Democrat Party. Uh, they've been treated as if they don't matter, uh, that no one cares. Uh, and and actually, the ones who are trying to do the right thing in their lives, you know, being fathers, trying to raise families, uh, they don't want to be told that they can't protect themselves, especially when they live in the neighborhoods where the highest crime is and the police don't show up. Yeah, and and we, we, Chicago look, I mean, it's 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 amazing. And Portland didn't make it in the in the top five, but it's only because of our population. Our murder rate is way up. The whole thing is is is, is out of control. All right, I got to ask you a quick. Uh, speaking of fathers, we have a candidate, uh, a popular candidate running for for the United States Senate, who talks about fatherhood and being an African American uh, former football player, and it's now been revealed that. Uh, He's had a couple of kids that he really doesn't father. Is it going to hurt him? I don't think so. I think uh, um, because he certainly is somebody who's tried to live a good life. And if he's made some mistakes in the past, um, you know, that that's something that I think he's actually going to. It's not central to the campaign. It doesn't affect people's lives. um, And and, you know, that. I think this is the the typical dirty tricks the left does. Because do you think the left would be saying this about one of their own candidates? No. So they're hoping. Yeah, they wouldn't care. Um, And people are so hopping mad about the things that Herschel Walker does talk about uh, that he will solve, that he will address, uh, that I think there's a real chance. And by the way, I don't see how this causes the the black vote in Georgia to abandon Herschel Walker. Right. So that's I think that they're trying to convince people that somehow he's just um, uh, like a hypocrite or something like that. But he's I think that he is somebody who has certainly uh, moved his life in a direction where he believes in the country. He believes in the principles of the country. And um, there's remember. Do you remember when divorce a divorced candidate could never be president. Right. Well, Ronald Reagan kind of destroyed that one. Uh, turned out to be a pretty darn good president. And of course, uh, you know, Donald Trump, they tried to say the same thing about him. I think that people understand that uh, people have personal lives, uh, but they also are stand for something and fight for something. And um, the problem we have with the Democrats is what they stand for and what they fight for. It's the wrong things. They fight for those things. They glorify. Plus, I think a lot um, of people know that people like uh, Herschel Walker, I I mean, a lot of women, it's been known for a long time. I mean, you you get around any professional sports team and there are women that want to get pregnant so they can have a meal ticket for the rest of their lives. and and. So it's it's it it that sort of comes with the territory and uh, people become smarter. I mean, most teams have people that try to protect their players from that kind of stuff, but it's it's just part of the territory. And, and young guys make some mistakes sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it, you know it. But this is what's happening right now uh, to the country. Isn't some people making some uh, judgment errors? Some. Uh, um, despite being generally good people making some judgment errors or some mistakes, this is intentional stuff that's being done to our country. We don't have enough energy 
We don't have an uh, affordable energy because the president and his administration has done everything they can to make it unaffordable. They have. And, and, and then they blame everyone else. They created the inflation crisis by printing money and infusing the economy with it uh, to a great excess. They not because get, was, they, they, they're talking about sending out gas cards to people. I mean, people who give right. them, you know, until people can buy gas. And, and okay, we got a finite resource that the price is going through the roof and they're going to give more money to go after a finite resource, the price is going to go up. Well, and what about the southern border? You know, that's not something like, oh, it just can't be helped. A bunch of people are trying to come in and we're doing the best we can. They're doing the worst they can. They're doing everything they can to enable and encourage it and to promote it and to reward it. And when someone says, well, no, you have to adhere to the remain in Mexico policy, they do everything they can to get around it, even though that was working. And, um, you know, they're they're doing nothing. They're doing nothing to stop the invasion of the border of illegals, mostly men, of drug traffickers, of uh, MS-13, violent, decapitating gangs. Uh, They're they're doing absolutely they're letting everybody in. I mean, they may well, be one percent that they're not. And and then think about the police defunding and the crime surges in the cities. It's 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 horrific. It's well, what's they're, happening. And, they're, and they're going after the border control things for whipping them. Remember that thing that was completely diffused. Now the Biden administration is going after them again. This is this is absurd. And it's it, it, the people gaslighting, it's, it's scapegoating, it's all this garbage. But you know what? The entire year that Joe Biden said he's not supportive of police defunding, the White House openly met uh, continuously during the year with the leaders of not just police defunding, but groups that wanted to abolish the police, including the ones who put that forward, that initiative in Minneapolis, which would have abolished the Minneapolis Police Department. You know who met with them? Joe Biden's staff met with them. They oh, were that. Yeah, no, no and, and, and they don't really change the record on this stuff. They say, t- oh, no, I wasn't there. Remember a few months ago they were trying to say that it was the Republicans that were for de- defunding the police? I mean, it's so absurd. They think if they say stuff, the media will just repeat it enough and people will go, that's the truth. I heard it on the – I read it in the New York Times. It's, 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 it, and you've got Nancy Pelosi's husband and, um, and, and people say, well, everybody in you know, Napa Valley drives a little – little intoxicated. This is a guy that killed his own brother when he was a kid driving. Um, And, and, but you know, he didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, he did. I mean, if that's what, if that were you or me, the book would have been thrown at us. And it's, and, and you know what, not one word from mothers against drunk driving. Yeah. Nor, nor Nancy Pelosi, who is happy to, tell people what they should think and what they should do. But it looks like um, uh, the breaking news tonight was that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, was charged with DUI causing injury and could face jail time. Um, yeah. That's the latest. Yeah. But, you know, but they're so used to just getting away with everything. I mean, they, they don't they don't follow the same rules we have to. And that's that's I mean, he couldn't even call a taxi. Couldn't he call Uber? I mean, yeah, he obviously drinks and drives a lot. And by the way, why is it he can afford uh, a, an electric car? How come he's driving a Porsche? 
Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. But you know, John Kerry has to fly uh, executive jets around the world to meet with people to uh, in order to save the world from the greenhouse gases that he's happy to spew um, that he says are pollution, because apparently he's never heard of Zoom. Uh, you know, it's just insane. They, the hypocrisy is so great that the only way to reverse this is to literally um, so overwhelmingly trounce these guys at the ballot box that they they the next day, the Wednesday after the first Tuesday in November, they turn around and like, what happened? We have been destroyed as a political force in the country. That's pretty much the only thing that I think will do it. And this yeah. may not happen in one election, but I think no, it's because I'm, I'm noticing, in the, for example, in some of these elections, uh, where that one to replace the seat, that, that woman, that Latina woman, that won and the first time in over a hundred years that a Republican has been elected, in that there weren't that many votes in that race, and that was both parties. So it it yeah. wasn't not not the turnout. So the turnout is huge, and. And of course, um, you know, every opportunity. And now, have you heard him talking about there's another pandemic coming? Will it be in time to enforce uh, vote by mail again, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a real tough uh, uh, thing for them to reimpose all these restrictions because, frankly, so much of what took place over the last several years, uh, people have stopped believing that this stuff was effective and real and they're going to march out some propaganda but i just you know you yeah don't you, you, you don't believe your lying eyes you can only say that so many times before somebody says actually i don't think i believe anything you're saying and you know dr fauci um quadruple vaxxed uh supposedly the most careful guy in advising people to wear masks gets covid for a second time okay no, you know what's so funny Everybody, I mean, one thing that is a common response, liberal, conservative, independent, whatever. If you say, did you hear the Dr. Fauci got COVID? They all laugh. Yeah. It, 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 we're to that point. It's like, and, you know, he's in dangerous age group and he's you know, it's the, the whole thing. Well, Kevin, I appreciate you coming on. I'm sorry it was a bit late because of technical issues, but it's always it was was in, invaluable. Things are things are heating up, not just in the weather, but uh, it's, uh, it's it's going to be is, is Gavin Newsom a front runner? For president, yeah. um, you know, I. I wonder what's going to happen with him and Michael Schellenberger in California. I'd really like to see that first, but Gavin Newsom, I don't think is he's he's probably in the same bucket with Kamala Harris. To be honest, I don't think he's a credible option. I think he the question is because he might win a Democratic nomination, but he's not winning the presidency. No one wants the country to turn into uh, they don't want to be Californicated. You know what I mean? That's they don't want. That. Good point. Yeah. Well, it, it, they they say he's a. Uh, a real contender, the Democrats do. We'll see. But they, they want it. Joe Biden, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. And we and, and supposedly we elected him, but uh, I wonder if that story will ever be told. Not not by. And so does Liz Cheney? She's trying to get Democrats to vote for her. Are there enough Democrats in Wyoming to elect her? No, <laughs> not thank, Wyoming. Thank not, God, not in Wyoming. No, she's she is uh, going to get scorched and. The problem is she's going to be a dead ender, which means that she and uh, what's his name from Illinois, 
um i'm forgetting his name right now but the other one on the january 6th commission Kinsey. who likes to cry all the time his district was re he doesn't have a district so he's not even running again so he's a dead ender too and so what they're going to do is they're going to do maximum damage before they go out that's what they're going to do and they are that's what they're trying to do yeah but, it's, but i they, can't but if i can't won't. watch it if i can't watch it a lot of people aren't watching it because you you and i can't you know these these uh HBO specials that are just canned things promoting attacking Republicans and promoting Democrats. I can't watch that either. No, I, I mean, I, 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 you know, it, it, I don't watch many HBO specials anyhow. So I, I got, you know, a life and I can't watch Liz Cheney. And it, it just, it's just so unfair. It's just unfair. It's, 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 it, it, it's this rigged system and it's very frustrating. Uh, when you watch it happen in front of you in a, in a country, I actually got buoyed by the, the Johnny Depp, even though it was disgusting and the people were, there weren't a lot of, uh, you know, people that you admire in that whole process. But I think the system worked. I think it was the right verdict. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Which it, finally something actually came through the system that you might believe. We're going to have to have more of this as we go forward to start believing that this system is not entirely rigged the justice system that is but when, but, but when all is said and done we get sam adams back burning portland <laughs> we do yeah well, i don't I, know if Portland, portlandia would the, the tv show portlandia that featured him would actually have to dramatically change their plots now given what's happened in portland it yeah, wouldn't be funny anymore wouldn't be funny it's too true all right. Have a good one. Thank you. And and have a, a wonderful uh, week and a couple of weeks. And we'll get back together soon as the as the summer heats up. And of course, the political season is starting to get pretty thick and heavy. I've never seen anything like this. I keep thinking it can't get any more intense. And it does every single week. Kevin Hoare of the Oregon Republican Party. And what I always say, a, a great uh, political analyst and a great American. Thank you, sir. Great being on, Jane. Thank you. Thanks to Dave Bourne for uh, uh, pulling it together and uh, helping me get through the technical issues. I appreciate it very much, Mr. Bourne. Good night, everybody. We'll see you Monday night. Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.